All right, it's, it's official. We are recording right now. These are the stories behind the Stories and Scars album by Anna Widgen. Hey, it's Anna. Welcome to episode 10 of the Tell Me Something True podcast. In this episode, I'm interviewed by my friend Allison about the song, More. This song needs a bit of an introduction. In the first song on the album, One Day, I sing about hearts that are brave and free. In the first podcast of the series, I talk about aspiring to have a heart that is brave and free. But one major theme from my travels that I picked up, in Guatemala specifically, but also in general, is that people keep passing through. You're going to meet a lot of great people. You're going to want to travel with some of them, befriend some of them, fall in love with some of them. But if you love them, be prepared for a broken heart because none of this will last. If you know me, you know that keeping my guard up is kind of my thing. But I let it down occasionally, experimentally. I don't do it for the angst and inspiration, but several songs have resulted from this kind of experiment, and more is one of them. Allison is one of the people I met in Guatemala who took a chance on me and let me into her heart even though I wasn't going to be staying. And I'm so glad she did. Oh, and Allison may sound sweet, and she is sweet, but this girl knows how to put a person in the hot seat with the deep talks. You might or might not feel me squirming with discomfort from time to time. And I also may have picked up a bit of her Texas twang somewhere during the interview. One more thing. We do this interview face-to-face in her very echoey house, which was great for the intimacy of the conversation, but at one point her roommate does appear in the background preparing a snack. It's a little distracting, but it doesn't last forever. Alright, are you tired of this intro? Me too. Let's jump in. So is this a story or a scar? Mm, This is a scar. (laughs) <laughs> Did you know it? Yeah. <laughs> like, clearly. Well, it's funny. <laughs> well, it kind of sounds like both a story and a scar, actually. Well, like, for some of them, I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, it's really interesting. Like, I'll have to think about that, which is kind of funny because I set myself up for this question. But with a few of them, like two of them, including this one, I'm like, it's a scar. I just know. Like, I'm not confused <laughs> about okay. this. So, I mean... It's kind of a story, too. Like, there is, like, a storytelling kind of vibe about it. And it does, like, start at one place and, I guess, maybe end at another place. But um, it's not just, like, hypothetically speaking. It's a, like, I'm very hurt. Although it doesn't even say that, which is another thing. So... which you can ask me about if you want to but we don't i'm not just gonna like drag us into that unless that's where you want to go um okay (laughs) so why did you sign this song to me well i thought i didn't remember explicitly giving you this song but i know that you were around during the time when i was writing this song these songs um and I thought you would understand. I mean, remember is good too, but also understand um, 
maybe more so once I explain it to you, but like what I was going for and why I would do this or like express myself this way out of all the ways that are possible. I thought that, yeah, you would be able to understand me maybe. <laughs> and so that would be good. Okay. Um, so what was, what was the writing and or recording process like for this song? This song, okay. So when I say it's a story and a scar, I mean, I said it's a scar, but it is a story in that it's not literally, it's not a diary entry. Um, <laughs> it's not literally like a blow by blow of this happened in my life. But I, um, I was kind of like the song One Day, which you haven't heard, maybe, or maybe you have, but will occur before this in the lineup of the podcast because it's first on the album. I was kind of looking at the future, kind of thinking like, what might happen from here? What might come next? And will I be okay with it? Um, and so then I was kind of projecting a little bit, trying to imagine a future in which I would be okay with whatever was coming. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm reacting to things that I'm kind of afraid of and kind of feel like maybe are inevitable. And as I was thinking, that's kind of where my, my head was. And then I wrote it, um, all the songs, I think the lyrics came together pretty quickly. So once I had my, my head in the place, I sat down and they just popped out. <laughs> um, as far as recording goes, so I think I wrote it and then I left it like with all the songs I had recorded it in voice memos, the one that I shared with you. So I would kind of know what it was supposed to sound like because I didn't have any other record of it. And then it just stayed there. I might've covered it once or twice or done it once or twice in an open mic, but when it was time for the album, I kind of came back to it, listened to it and made a demo based on what I had in my voice memos. Just a little bit of better quality, made it in GarageBand and I gave it to my musicians. And on this song, I had two of my friends, Steve on mini guitar, which is also the Adrian, the mini guitar that I wrote the song on. And it's not played on all the songs on the album, but it is on this one, I thought it was important. And then Kyle during um, Cajon. And I sent them the song, and this is what happened. So I didn't direct them very much about the tempo or the feel of it. I think the, because it was a mini guitar, which sounds kind of like ukulele and it was a cajon, and I had said that I wanted beachy vibes generally for the album, this made sense to the boys. Um, and then for me, when I heard it, it was really easy to sing. Like this is one of the ones where we got a groove almost immediately. We did like a couple takes, but they were all basically pretty good. And then we were done. Um, and, yeah, I feel like I kind of rediscovered the song in the studio because because it was interpreted by my musicians more than directed by me, if that makes sense. What is your favorite moment in the song? 
I like the chorus. Like the last time when I do the chorus a couple times and I just like am a little bit more dramatic with it. Um, it's like as close as I get. I mean, I flail with my arms dramatically, but um, it's like the closest I get to. It's not just for dramatic effect. It's like real emotion in there. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. Like, ah. Um, like the scream of frustration is what that is. And I'm glad to have found a way to do it because I don't just scream frustratedly in real life. Um, I also... I also... I like the lyric when it says, when we make it through this tunnel, we'll find ourselves free. Because for me, I think, I mean, light at the end of the tunnel, whatever, whatever. But even then in that moment, it was like, this is a thing to get through, not a thing to suffer with forever. Mm. You know, and at some point, no matter how it looks, like, it's going to ease up <laughs> the emotional. Like the hope. And the yeah, the emotional, like, pressure will ease up. And then there will be like, you can take a deep breath. Yeah. Like you won't always feel the pain and hurt. Right. That you will move on from it. There's hope. Yeah, and I think for me with this song, because I was it was about things that were in the future, I um I kind of pulled the pain to me. Like I stepped into it earlier than I would have had to. So I started thinking about How's this gonna work out? Someone's gonna get hurt. Maybe it should be me. Like, you know, <laughs> like it was not in that moment yet, but I started thinking about the moment to prepare myself. So I maybe prolonged it that way, but also in bringing myself into it sooner, I also was able to imagine the end of it. Mm. So this is you kind of already playing it through your head of like how this is all gonna yeah okay so confession i mean it's not like a confession but it's kind of a weird thing (laughs) like um in law school we would get our grades like way after we took our exams like five to eight weeks later and so you just sit there and stew about how you did and people would also be kicked out of the school if their grades were too low and you wouldn't know that until like a month into the next semester and I was never in danger of being like kicked out, but I still had anxiety about it. Um, it's okay. And so I would, when, when grades started to come out, I would calculate what my GPA would be with every possible different grade <laughs> for every class. So I'm like, I took four classes. I got an A and three A minuses. Like I have four A minuses. <laughs> I have an A and three Bs. <laughs> Um, and in doing that, I would, and then I'd be like, and how would you feel? What if I got four C's? And then I would like prep myself for any emotional outcome so that when it happened, I could handle it, which also stressed me out a lot. I never got four C's, but I did spend time thinking about how would you feel if that's what it is? Um, and in some ways I think that's what I was doing with here too. Like getting deep in there and imagining worst case scenarios, but also best case scenarios and somewhere in between so I'd be ready 
which Enneagram speaking is a nine in stress, acting like a six, doing worst case scenarios <laughs> all day long. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um, so what is not fair? Okay. Um, that this is gonna have to hurt somebody. I have another song, it's not on here, it's not on this album. Um, and there's a lyric that says, I thought love was a formula to solve, a problem I could fix if I had enough resolve. And I wrote that after most of these songs on the album. And I realized as I wrote it, that's really true. <laughs> like if you just try hard enough and if you have really good intentions, bad things shouldn't happen. You should be happy. <laughs> like, and that's not how it works. And so for me, I'm like, if I meant well, if everybody meant well, um, it shouldn't hurt. The fact that it hurts, the fact that someone's gonna get hurt or wrecked or whatever, is not how it should be. It is how it is, but it's not how it should be. And that's, I mean, fair. Eh. <laughs> um, but yeah, in that moment, there's kind of this like, I don't deserve this. <laughs> um, and so maybe like a bit of anger about that, that I'm not the kind of person that this should happen to. I mean, I'm going to be noble and like take it, but <laughs> I deserve better. <laughs> I feel like it gives you a space to say, to like kind of have that temper tantrum for a little bit, like to feel like a kid again and just be like, no, this is not right. Like I'm just, like you can feel, don't like, accept you can, it. You can do with it, you can accept it, you can move on, you know how to like, like um, handle it. But like giving yourself a moment just to sit in the fact that like, but. But it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. It's not fair, it's not right. I wish that it didn't have to happen this way. Giving me space to be able to like, I don't know, vent about it. Vent about it, exactly. Which is a thing that I definitely don't do in real life. Um, and also, I think it kind of goes to the idea that like, obviously the like, I hope it hurts me more and helps you more and all of that. Like, I don't want to be the bad guy, mm-hmm. and it's not fair. Like, it's not me doing this like if it was up to me things would be fair (laughs) this is not my fault I didn't do this yeah even though kind of I did but uh, I mean yeah but it wasn't like all your fault it's not my fault that's I think yeah I mean as far as especially if I'm gonna be well okay but like the hurt me more is definitely like there is that reference to like a parent disciplining a child like this is gonna hurt me more than it hurts you the parent is doing it putting you in time out or smacking your butt or whatever like the parent is doing it but not like this is because I enjoy doing it or right, not it's to like hurt you. yeah to hurt you um, but like it's a thing that needs to be done and it needs to be done through me but it's not my fault <laughs> some like this is, you know, some kind of that kind of an idea. And I do think that somewhere along the line, when I said it hurt me more, I meant that kind of thing. Not like a masochistic kind of thing, but like somebody needs to do it. 
I'm the adult. <laughs> this needs to happen. It's gonna happen through me. Um, but but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> and what is our fate? Um, definitely not Romeo and Juliet, which I don't even think is really like a true love story. I think it's a commentary on like the stupidity of teenagers, but um, <laughs> uh, not like that. But I think, and not necessarily like, oh, it just wasn't meant to be. I mean, maybe kind of, but the it's more of a calculated like, like I said before I had this idea that like if you just try hard and do good things and good things will happen. But at this point, it's clear that that's not the case. I did the right things. I did what I thought I was supposed to. I made good choices and it's not working out, which means to me that it's not going to, which means I guess it's not meant to be because it, it won't be. <laughs> um, and so the our fate is the like, this is not something that can be, you can't, there's not a formula, you don't like wish upon a star and make it happen. It's not something that can just be arranged because you want it. It's not, yeah, it won't happen, which must mean it's not meant to, or whatever. Okay. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share about this song? Probably. That comes to mind? <laughs> I think this is a breakup song, um, but it's also like a love song. And I don't quite know how those things can be combined. It was something that was important to me It was something that was important for me to do to try to combine them, but it kind of doesn't make sense to me even now. I've written other breakup songs or something <laughs> since then and they're not like this there are they're like sassy or full of shade or whatever they're usually not like bleeding on the floor songs it's like well fine then <laughs> live your life I'm gonna live mine too <laughs> or like whatever um, those are not on this album either um, but this one is is it because that it needed to be a breakup that you didn't want to do, but you knew that you needed to? Like you knew that it was going to be best for both of you to end it, you know, like you explained about the parent disciplines their child, not because mm -hmm. they want to, but, but they know at the end of the day if it's going to help their child grow and learn, become a better person, they know that they need to. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there wasn't any anger. Like, I was not angry. I didn't have anger to put into this song. At least not 
in the way of like others potentially like the it's not fair thing might be angry <laughs> but um maybe part of that is like a that the anger wasn't directed at, the at this person, person right more of the situation at the situation right? yeah i think it's so okay i'll say that i think that while i talked before about like wanting to be the good guy and stuff like that and that is something that that's like a costume or something that I wear, but I can take off. <laughs> I don't always, you know, that wanting to be the good person. But in this moment, it's not just about, I guess there is definitely some of me wanting to appear not to be the bad guy, but there's definitely also me wanting to be pro being protective, feeling protective also so it's not just about like you won't be able to look back and say that i was terrible but like i don't want this to be terrible any more terrible than it has to be for for either one of us honestly but um so there's that in there and i guess that's kind of why um but like okay so it is a breakup song but i did not use this song to break up <laughs> i used this song to prepare myself for the inevitable so that i could do it and do it well when necessary and this song is definitely not the end of the story so things i also did paint like a beautiful fairy tale about like it will just like end with like sadness but understanding and that's not really what happened either <laughs> but um i think it helped me um know what i wanted what i wanted from this situation and though so i could kind of orient myself in that direction even though you don't get everything you want you know hashtag it's not fair uh but i do think it was like a tool maybe to both help me do the hard thing but also yeah to know what there are, you know, there are lots of ways to break up with people. <laughs> Ghosting. <laughs> like, for example, which is like, but I, I feel like I don't believe in it, but for the kind of person I am who wants to not be the bad guy, it seems almost like it's not being bad, even though it is. Because <laughs> you don't have to say anything hard. You just don't have to say anything. Um, and so definitely, like, you can't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, what else can you try <laughs> um, for me? So, um... Maybe that's why. I think, yeah, it was so hopeful. I didn't believe it. But I needed it. Does that make sense? Like this song? Like, even though when I, like, I sang it, I guess the original was like full of all this pain. And this one is not necessarily full of all that pain, but it's still full of all those lyrics. And there's some moments <laughs> of like it's terrible, but it'll be okay. But I don't know that I believed it would be okay. Mm. But I needed to In say that it. Moment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. To like you said, prepare yourself for. Yeah. Part of me was like this. Goal, doing this will like this. Doing this will let me be in control. And if I'm in control, I can make it as beautiful as possible. And part of me is like, who are you kidding? <laughs> that will never happen. <laughs> and I was right. Both of them are right. <laughs> so, so, 
yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird combination of things. Um, and now, just because of the work I've done, like talking about and thinking about the other ones, I realize it's it's not the first time. It's definitely probably the second. I mean, it's not. I don't do it every time, but at least the second time on this album that I did something like that, wrote a song to spin a fantasy to encourage me to take the next step. <laughs> so that's something about me, I guess. That I'm kind of just figuring out in real time. <laughs> hmm. That's an interesting like tool to use, you know, in those situations, which I think it's can be really helpful. I mean, with like your situation, did you find that I mean, writing those words for yourself in both the venting about how this is a terrible situation I wish it's not fair I wish you didn't have to do this but then on the other side of like but it needs to be done I know that this is right do you feel like that gave you motivation to do what you needed to to do and to help you have the courage that you needed and thus maybe even a little bit of hope that you needed to get through that yeah I mean it definitely I think with this song and with the one day I think it definitely started with me thinking about what I was afraid of and then not letting myself wallow in it, but trying to like change it proactively um, and like for the future. <laughs> like this would be terrible and it's definitely gonna happen. What if it doesn't? What if it doesn't though? Um, um, and so I think having thought about what I was afraid of definitely motivated me to not do that or in so much as with my power not let that be the option like the the scenario that I definitely at least not choose that insofar as I have options don't choose that one <laughs> don't choose things that will get you there um and the other thing I think it helped me do this one specifically was if not be brave be soft-hearted um, because I think knowing that there is pain coming for me will almost always make me put up my guard. And I'm really good at putting up my guard, and it's like thick. <laughs> um, and I can make an enemy of the person who might hurt me, but this person's not my enemy. And so I think going through this exercise and writing some of these things like, I didn't recognize what a wonder you turn out to be, you know, and no matter how much loving costs, the risk is always worth the inquiry and stuff like that helped me not like prepare for battle, but just like brace myself for inevitable pain. Um, and so maybe in that way, it did hurt me more than it would have if I could have been like, I actually don't care about you at all. I'm like, you know, like maybe put up my force field. Um, Although, it's not like I can just call on this fourth field at any time. It's easier if I start out not caring, <laughs> to continue not caring, than to just turn it off somewhere in between. But, um, yeah, I think, I think I convinced myself through the song that... So I think maybe this is where these lyrics are exactly what they should have been. 
not that there's some like something noble about hurting or the true love equals sacrifice. I mean, but that for me, in this situation, if I could protect myself from pain by alienating people or myself, or I could put up with the pain and not do that, I should choose to put up with the pain and like stay present and not, yeah, not make enemies of people just because I thought that it would keep me from getting my heart a little more hurt because it was going to get hurt. I mean, at this point, it's, some hurt is like inevitable. Um, and so, yeah, I think I like, I spun this kind of beautiful story, like it'll hurt, but then it'll be okay. And like, blah, 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 just to tell myself like, this is not, you don't need to like, don't arm up for war here just because you see something like terrible or potentially terrible or difficult coming. Um, and I didn't. And so I think that's why I can look back at the song and not be like, well, that was a lie or that was terrible or like, what was I like, you know, and be like, I mean, some of it was definitely aspirational, but I love this song. Like I'm fond of it. It was what it needed to be. And now I can sing it with like less pain and more pop. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's a good song for me. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, look how far you've come. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love hearing about all of that. Well, you know, one of the things is definitely true. Like, I didn't, I didn't know most of this stuff. Like, write the song first, figure out what you were thinking later. Like, I'm doing like analysis on myself based on some of these lyrics. Like, what? Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking, Anna, of 2017? <laughs> it must be this. Wait, no, maybe it's this other thing. But, um, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> thanks for asking invasive questions. <laughs> Do you have anything else for me? Mm-hmm. I think that's it. That's all for this episode. Thanks again so much for listening. Here's the song.
it heals me No matter how much loving cause the risk Is always worth the inquiry And it's not fair, it's not fair But it's not your fault or my fault And cursing our fate will not get us anywhere Thank you. 